Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, TCK Potters, I want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is the podcast avenue we record with to bring you these episodes. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record a podcast? How do I record an episode? How do I get the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast onto all of the apps that people are listening to? And how can I reach as many people as possible for free and make money at the same time from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Gaining some revenue from those podcast sponsors is essential to making necessary upgrades to the podcast and your overall brand. I appreciate how user-friendly Anchor is and how we can record our episodes via our computers or over the phone, similar to a voice memo or a phone call, and we can record these episodes, edit them down as needed, upload them, and boom, the episode is ready to launch. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and even make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. TCK Potters, happy Friday. Daniel is out, but have no fear. Our longtime brother, Curly, is here, dishing out the week eight NFL picks and checking in with our fantasy teams. As always, make sure to email us your fantasy questions at tckpod at gmail.com and shoot us a DM on Instagram at the Candlestick Kids with the hashtag TCKPod. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Can you spell cat? Certainly. Curly, good evening. How are you doing, buddy? Doing pretty well. Finally getting over a little, uh, I had like, I had a pretty hardcore throat a sore throat for about five, almost six days. So all oh, the worst. Uh, so yesterday I finally feeling good. Um, and today I, I finally went back to teaching classes too. I had to cancel one, one day of classes, but nothing too bad. Uh, and yeah, we have a uh, Halloween coming up. I'm, I'm a little bummed. I didn't, I, I never plan ahead and, you know, I never make my Halloween costume ahead of time. It's always like a last minute thing. Kind of like you, you, you usually just go into your uh, dresser and pull out a, a referee shirt or something and a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, like about a month ago, I saw an awesome post of uh, Kramer dressed up as a pimp. 
if you uh, know oh, what episode I'm talking about, of course, where of course. he's got the giant colorful jacket uh, or like whatever. It's, it looks like a giant kind of pimp robe. And he's got the awesome white fluffy hat and the cane. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of wishing I, I made that costume because that would have been awesome. Uh, but, you know, I, I've, I've been I've been doing more important things like fantasy football and, and teaching and stuff. Maybe next year. Yeah, totally, man. You got to have your priorities. Yeah, I get it, man. Uh, yeah, Halloween coming up around the around the corner here next week. Um, I uh, have been getting over some some sickness here in the Northwest as well. It's kind of a permanent thing for about six months up in Eugene, but I'm feeling pretty good myself, man. And um, back to your comment really quick before we get going. So uh, you're a professor. Daniel's a professor. Daniel's actually out this week. Unfortunately, he's doing uh, professor duties, uh, so he won't be joining us this evening. But uh, he shall be back uh, next week and he'll be dropping the news and notes on Saturday. But um, so when we were kids growing up and things, there's nothing better than your teacher canceling class or a professor canceling class. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're on the other side of the fence, man. How that's, that's not your, your, uh, your best wish these days, I bet. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I like uh, it, it, it. In this class, it was just my students are do are working on projects right now. Um, so I, I do individual meetings with my students halfway through their projects to give them feedback on their photographs. So not all was lost because I, ju I just emailed them. I, I said, you know, email me your images and I'll take a look and I'll give you feedback on, uh, on how your portraits and stuff are looking. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely because, because, you know, us teachers, we put a lot of time and we're pretty excited to share the knowledge. So it's usually a bummer when you're not feeling good and, and you have to cancel class. Absolutely. It's just funny because, you know, not not just 15 <laughs> years ago was the best part of my day. <laughs> right. right, so, right. All right. Cool. Well, a nice look into uh, your your personal life there. Thank you for sharing. Um, as we do per usual on Fridays, we're going to roll through and make our NFL picks and uh, give a little insight on each one of these games. And then we're going to turn the page and get into our fantasy teams as well. And uh, we have a big matchup we need to talk about in the listener league this week. So without any further ado. Let's head over to London once again for the third um, game across the pond. We've got the Jaguars uh, hosting, quote-unquote, the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you got here? I think the Eagles are definitely the e easy pick here, right? Because, the uh, man, the Jaguars are definitely a mess. And, and they're just a mess mentally and physically, uh, like fighting in the locker room now and, and stuff like that. So, uh so, yeah, I think the Jags, it, it's, it's just easy to pick, to pick against the Jags until they bring it together. Um, uh, and the Eagles are, the Eagles are okay. They had a little bit of a defensive meltdown last week to blow that 17-point lead in the fourth Man. quarter. Because uh, they had the shutout going for the first three quarters. Um, so the Eagles, they looked great for three quarters, and they kind of, uh, they kind of blew it uh, against Cam Newton there. Um, uh, but yeah, so when, you know, Wentz is also getting stronger, uh, and, and Bortles, uh, Bortles, not, not so much. So, uh, so, so we'll go with the Eagles here. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles as well, but I will say that the last couple of years, the Jaguars have basically kind of called London a second home. Uh, and actually Blake Bortles generally plays very well in London. The Jaguars in general play very well in London. So we'll see here. Um, I don't think they're going to have enough this time around with the team, uh, the team camaraderie at the moment in Jacksonville to beat the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to be fired up after that, after you're right, blowing that win last week against uh, the Panthers. I think the Eagles come over to London and, and smack up on the Jags and you're right, man, the Jags are hurting. 
physically. Uh, looks like Carlos Hyde's going to get the start here at running back, and Blake Bortles is going to be the starter. Uh, he got benched last week for um, Cody Kessler, but I think that was just kind of a, a timeout for playing so horribly and trying to uh, fix him up a little bit. So, again, I think the Eagles will, will take it as well, and Daniel's pick is the Eagles uh, for a trifecta. Let's move on to those Panthers. The Panthers host in Carolina the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I have to go with the Ravens here. Uh, they're definitely the more complete team uh, and, you know, just much more consistent and solid team. Like I just said, uh, uh, with the, uh, the Eagles blowing that lead, you know, the Panthers didn't do anything for three quarters. Cam Newton didn't do anything for three quarters. And then Cam Newton was just on fire Dude. for that fourth quarter. So, so yeah, just, you know, the, Ra- the, uh, the Panthers and Cam Newton, they're just too inconsistent right now for me. And, and Cam Newton's kind of always been that boomer bust quarterback. So, uh, so we'll see if he shows up for four quarters. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, I think the Ravens are obviously the much safer and easier pick here uh, just with the uh, all-around solid offense and solid defense and much more consistency. Yeah, likewise. I'll take the Ravens as well. I I agree up and down. I just think they have uh, more of a unit than the Panthers do. And uh, although the Panthers are at home, I think the Ravens are going to have enough juice to shut them down. So I will take the Ravens as well. And Daniel is going with the Panthers in this game. Moving on to Chicago, uh, the Ch- Chicago Bears host the New York Jets, Jets both coming off of um, tough losses. The Jets got blown out by the Vikings and the Bears had the Patriots all the way till the end and ended up getting bradied. Uh, but who do you have here? The Bears host the New York Jets. Uh, the Bears for sure. Man, the Bears almost uh, one, what, one yard away with Dude. that uh, <laughs> with that bomb at the end to uh, to almost almost win it. Um, but yeah, that, that was a little bit of a crazy game for the Bears, uh, a little bit up and down. I think I think if they got a little luckier and a little bit, you know, less sloppy. I think they could have taken that one away. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, picking the bears here, uh, coming off that close loss, uh, and their offense is definitely bringing it together. Um, I don't know if we want Mitch Trubisky running around the field that much. <laughs> um, you never want your quarterback running around that much, but he is a good runner. He's a really good runner and he's all over the place. So, uh, so yeah, the bears, bears for sure. The jets, you know, the Jets are okay, but they're just not ready for, for this type of a matchup. Likewise, and the Jets have had some boom games, but they've also had some bust games. And I think the Bears at home after that game against the Patriots, I think they're going to try to, try to uh, you know, sew it up a little bit and, and get that defense back to where it needs to be. And, and Trubisky's been playing really well, man. I've been actually very surprised how consistent he's been able to keep it. And you're right. I don't think you want your quarterback running around as much as, it, as you can. But I mentioned on the uh, Tuesday podcast his – four yard touchdown was actually a 72 yard run in, in right. total on that scramble. So he does have some moves, man. I was actually very impressed on how much he's able to actually scramble in the pocket and make it happen. So hopefully we can see some more, more uh, usage of Trey Burton, of course, and, uh, and uh, Jordan Howard, Kareem, Kareem, um, Tariq Cohen, excuse me, has been uh, out of his mind. So if those receivers can pick it up as well. I think the bears are really clicking on all cylinders. And uh, I think that defense will bounce back here against the jets. So I will take the Bears as well. And Daniel also will take the Bears. Moving on, we're on to Cincinnati. The Bungles come off of a pretty embarrassing loss to uh, the Mahomeses on Sunday Night Football. And the Bucks get a big win versus the Browns in overtime last week. Bengals host the Bucks. Uh Yeah, I got to go with the Bengals here. 
Um, yeah, the, the the bungles. They definitely got bungled by the Chiefs. They got bungled um, by themselves. They got bungled by them. Well, it's, we forget. I think I think fantasy. You know, when we look at all these fantasy stats and points, we forget who Andy Dalton really is. <laughs> <laughs> and the real Dalton showed up. Uh, he just he you know he always uh, he always kind of bombs for those. Uh, primetime games so so um, weird dude it's so weird it is strange yeah so so in the future if you have Andy Dalton uh, maybe you think about sitting him the next time he's in that primetime spotlight because he's he just has a track record of getting I don't know shaky nervous just totally not showing up but yeah you have to think the the Bengals are at home here against the Bucks, so they're definitely looking for revenge that defense that defense is pretty solid especially in the stadium in their in their home stadium uh, and Winston, he looks good. I don't know. Winston looks good fantasy wise, but I don't know. Uh, does Winston look good real football wise? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what do you think there? Honestly, I mean, he's putting up the numbers, but I think he's looking pretty sloppy still, to be honest. I think the Browns have a better defense than, I mean, we keep saying this every week. So eventually it's, it's not going to be true that nobody knows about the Browns defense, but I think just because of who the Browns have been for the last 20 years, you don't think of them as having a legitimate defense, and they do right now. And I think that they played uh, the Bucks really well last week and took them to overtime. Um, and mm-hmm. Jameis, you know, Jameis did play well. But, again, I think he's only a couple games back. Uh, he was out, you know, for, for to start the season. I think he's going to start getting warm. And um, I don't think it will happen fully this week because they're on the road. Cincinnati's coming off of a, a tough loss, and they're at home. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, go with the, I'll go with the Bengals as well here but I, I think that you know Jameis Winston certainly has all the uh, all the weapons that he could ask for on the offensive side there for for the Bucks and it looks like um, Ronald Jones is getting the first snaps this week so we could see Ronald Jones get a big uptick and if Ronald Jones can give them anything on the ground that Peyton Barber hasn't been able to uh, and the Bucks can be kind of a more of a, a, a full unit then I certainly think they can challenge the Bengals a little bit more but all that being said I think the Bengals take it down at home. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough defense to run against too. So I could see Jones, you know, kind of doing a little bit more of a Kamara type game plan sure. there. But uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens to Jameis Winston this year because he is, you know, his job is definitely on the line. So he uh, he he better he better stop throwing those picks. Well, and it's it's not it's not so much of a question as it has been in the years past, like. Fitzmagic was Fitzmagic for the first three games of the season. We know that he kind of crumbled and and all that and went up in flames the last game, whatever. But like clearly he has the ability to win ball games for them and put up points. So Jameis isn't able to do it, which I think he's doing fine just now. I don't think anybody should panic on Jameis Winston, but you're right. If uh if he's not able to hold it down, um, you know, then then I, I think Fitzpatrick could certainly be back in the mix. Uh so we'll see what happens there. But I think we both uh both agree that the Bungles will take it down at home and Daniel also is picking the Bungles here. Moving on to Detroit. Detroit comes off a big win against the Miami Dolphins and the Seattle Seahawks are coming off of a bye. So they are nice and fresh. This game is in Detroit. The Lions host the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, this is a tough pick. Uh, I'm I'm picking the Lions on this one, but it's really tough, uh, especially with the Seahawks coming off the bye and you know, when when a team comes off a bye, our, our memory seems to get a little short. <laughs> we get short term memory. We 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 kind of forget about were the Seahawks good or are the Seahawks bad, and and they they were bringing it together a little bit before the bye. So this could be uh, this could be a good game. Um, maybe not the most you know high scoring talented game, but it could be a close game. 
but yeah, Seahawks coming off the bye, but the Lions' offense is definitely looking much better. Carry on Johnson finally is getting Sick. getting some more work. Although it's kind of strange that he said that what he said something about not being the workhorse. Um, that, a bit of a weird comment if you're running. Yeah, back, I think so. I think that's a little bit more of like he is just I think being realistic with himself. Like he he yeah. knows that you know, Theo Riddick sat out last week, which I think helped carry on Johnson get a lot more work than he might week in and week out. But he knows that LeGarrette Blunt is in there too, who had 50 yards last week and kind of vultured his touchdown. He also played with Patricia over in New England. You know, Detroit has a running back committee. And I think carry on Johnson just understands that he's a rookie. He's a part of that. He was drafted to be a part of it, not to be like the main guy. So I think he's just honestly being like a humble kid being like, look, dude, I'm stoked to play when I play, but I'm not going to sit here to the media and bitch when I'm not playing. Like I get it. I know my role. And I think that's honestly more of what it is than him being like, I don't want more carries. I don't think that's it at yeah. all. dude. He was the, he was right. the, the uh, leading rusher in the sec. I mean, you know, dude's a, dude's a beast. So I'm not worried about carrying on Johnson. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was just uh, like fantasy wise. If, if I'm a fantasy owner, I'm just like, what, what'd you say? Sure. <laughs> say the opposite, but yeah, that makes but, sense. But I think, I think again, it's less, it's less. Player. Yeah. I think it's more of a team player move and him being the rookie being like, let me earn my stripes. You clearly see what I can do. You know that I'm a beast. And if hopefully Patricia figures it out and gives him more work in general, I think he's just trying to watch his tongue a little bit and not sit there and do the whole, like, give me more carries, give me more carries. You know what I'm saying? Cause I could put him in the doghouse. So I think instead he's just being like, Hey man, I'm, here to do what the team needs to do. And maybe I'm looking too into it, but I think that I just get that vibe off of it more so than, than him not wanting more work. You know, what, what totally. NFL running back doesn't want more work? You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I don't think that's Well, Le'Veon, well, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, but <laughs> he's not really a running back <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him another time. Um, yeah, okay, so you're going you're gonna to take the Lions, yeah. I'm going to go with the Lions here. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty even matchup. Lions at home, and, you know, I think the Lions have more, more weapons on offense, especially with those three wide receivers. And, you know, Stafford, was, Stafford looks like Stafford. He – he looks okay, not great yet, but uh, yeah, I think the Lions here for sure. Fair enough. I'm going to go with the Lions as well. And actually, I almost picked I almost picked the Seahawks, but I just have a rule this year that I can't pick the Seahawks, so I didn't. But the Se- haven't picked them nope, once. But the Seahawks are coming off of nice. the bye, um, which you know they're definitely fresh. If this game was in Seattle, I definitely would have picked the Seahawks. Um, they're they're right. they're a different beast for sure at home and coming off of a bye with two weeks to uh, study up on the Lions. Um, I think they would have had a chance here, but there was a transaction this week. Uh, Snacks uh, moved over from the Giants over to the Lions. So they have a a nice interior lineman that they can add Mm -hmm. on, which is, I think, a big move for the Lions. That's going to help against this new and improved running game for the Seattle. So I think, you know, if Russell has to be Russell in this game and only throw it, I think Darius Slay is going to take out Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett, either way, shut down one of those guys. And I don't think the other guy can can totally handle it. And I don't think Moore can can do as much as he's going to need to. So I just think overall team versus team, I think that the Lions um, have a better complete team, a more powerful offense at home. Um, so I, I'm going to take the Lions as well here. But, uh, you know, if, if this game gets upset with the uh, Seahawks, I, I certainly wouldn't be surprised. And on that note, Daniel – <clears throat> is taking the guess uh, who <laughs> taking the taking the Seahawks. I mean, he's ride or die, <laughs> ride or die, bro, ride or die. He's he's fully on the uh, sorry, buddy, <laughs> fully on the uh, the Russell, yeah, the Russell train. So we'll, we'll, but but again, I'm I mean, he might be laughing on Sunday. You know, we'll see what happens yeah. here because this is a balanced yeah. game. They're coming off a bye. 
I think the Seahawks understand that, um, you know, the Niners and the Cardinals certainly aren't going to be uh, putting any heat on them. And I don't think they're going to catch the Rams. So the Seahawks mm-hmm. are basically thinking to themselves, like, we have to get ourselves into the wild card or we're not making the playoffs. And so if they can pull together, you know, nine, ten wins, I think they're going to have a chance. So we'll see what happens on this game. But I'll, I'll, I'll take the Lions. You're taking the Lions. And Daniel's taking the Seahawks. Let's move on here. Uh, the Mahomeses come off of a big win, uh, just dis- 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 dismantling the Bungles uh, for their second Sunday night game in a row against the Broncos, who also put the hurting on the Cardinals. Not exactly the same uh, quality opponent, but either way, both teams coming off of big wins. This is a divisional game in Arrowhead. Um I, I'll just go quick. I don't have much to say here. I'm going to take the Chiefs because I think they're a much better team. But this is a game over the years that I think is going to be much closer. And if we remember a few weeks ago, the Broncos had them on the ropes on Monday Night Football. And when Mahomes came back through that left-handed pass for the first down, ended up scoring to win the game, that kind of put Mahomes like on everybody's radar. So I think the Broncos are going to remember that. This game's in Arrowhead, so I think the Chiefs take it down probably by a, a couple of touchdowns. But I don't think Mahomes is going to be putting up his his incredible numbers uh, personally. But I, I will take the Chiefs here. Mm, yeah, I'm, I, I pick the Chiefs as well, but I, I, I don't know. I disagree. I think this is going to be another blowout. Because I, I mean, I, I don't know. Do you think the Broncos' offense is better than the uh, Chiefs' defense? Than the Bengals' oh. offense? No, the, the Bengals' offense. Mm, I mean, no, no, I don't. But... Right, and look what happened. To, look what just happened. But the Bungles also bungled themselves too. So uh, yeah, yeah. The, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, week four when the Chiefs went into the Broncos' stadium, you know, it's only Patrick Mahomes' like fourth game, yeah. fifth game too. So he was a young quarterback, and that's a really tough stadium to play in. Uh, he's a completely, you know, he's a hundred percent more confident and comfortable yeah, now. The dude is on fire, so and, and he's playing at home again. So I think, I think this is going to be a very different game from the Week Four game. Um, and plus, Case Keenum, you know, Case Keenum looked pretty good the first couple of weeks, and he looked okay Week Four. Uh, and now he, I was rooting for the guy. I do like Case Keenum. I was rooting for him this year, but he's he doesn't look like a good quarterback now. Yeah. Um, he's just not playing too well. Uh, so fair enough. There's also there's also a lot of a lot of kind of chatter in the in the bushes of players getting traded, trade, people getting hurt, people getting Royce Freeman's hurt. Yeah, things so, are weird. Uh, and and the Chiefs' defense, you know, they looked much better last weekend, so they might look a little better <clears throat> this weekend sure. too. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't disagree with your takes. I guess I'm just pulling the, I'm just pulling the divisional card. You know, yeah. I mean, I just think that that in the NFL, these teams, these coaching staffs, these players have been playing each other twice a year for many, many years. You know what I mean? And I think that just eventually they know each other better than than you know anybody else does. And when you get these these divisional games, even if they're lopsided record wise going into it, a lot of times they become closer. You know, like like the Steelers and the Browns, for example. You know what I mean? Like, I think, totally, totally, I, I totally. think, you know, we're going to get into that game for this week in a couple of picks, but that, that first game of the season, I think the Browns came out and were like, look, dude, we're not the Browns. <laughs> and the Steelers were like, right. oh shit, you're not the Browns, you know? And I, I think like, and we're not exactly, the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think sometimes those divisional games can get a little bit closer. So I, I, oh, I, yeah, for I, sure. I hear you. I just want to be surprised if this game's a little bit closer, but we're, uh, we're all going to take the chiefs. Daniel take the chiefs as well. Moving on, another divisional matchup. We got a couple here in a row. Another divisional matchup. Um, 
in uh, New York, well, New Jersey, uh, technically, uh, but the New York football giants um, trying to get something together nah. here versus the uh, Washington Redskins. Nah. Nah, I agree, nah. dude. What the hell is going on, man? Coaching. It's, it's got to be the coaching because Eli – well, Eli's I mean, also terrible. I mean, I'm sorry. Eli's just, terrible, but their offensive still, line's really bad. But 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 like like he's he's having one of his best seasons, like percentage wise, completion percentage wise, like last week too. It's like it's it's, it's so it's weird. Like Eli's stats are looking more yeah, impressive this season, he, but like, he throws yeah, 50, he does fifteen times a Saquon Barkley twenty twenty right, feet away from him. I mean, That's dude, watching this I game, know. bro, it like. It just bothers me on like a football – like take fantasy out of it, okay? If you have Saquon Barkley, you're super stoked. If you play Saquon Barkley, you're pissed because you're like, dude, he's getting like 48 rush yards a game, but he catches nine balls for like 85 yards. It's right. insane. And and Eli on like a football standpoint, Eli drops back. He looks at Odell, not open, and he immediately swings it to, to uh, Saquon Barkley. You know, it's just – it's weird, dude. Yeah. It's like he's he's not comfortable. Clearly that offensive line is completely destroyed. They're horrible. The Falcons' defense has been one of the worst in the NFL, and they sacked him like six times last week. Um, I mean, yeah. we're all going to pick the Redskins here, but it's just like I'm, – I'm, I'm really worried about the Giants in general. Honestly, I think uh, there's, there's rumbling in the bushes here that, uh, you know, Justin Herbert from the Ducks might be heading that way if the Giants get the number one pick. Um and yeah, if if he wants to go pro, it sounds like he does. Yeah, I think it's a little yet. early for those speculations. But either way, I think they're going to be looking at it. Mill- at millions a, when when millions of dollars start to appear in your future, it's a little yeah, easier right. To make that decision. Well, and, to and yeah, not to digress too much, but now that the Ducks lost that game against Washington State last week, they're pretty much out of anything that matters at this point. Yeah. So you know, there's no reason to come back anyway um we're all going to take the the redskins here i think the redskins are uh, a much superior team right now i think on offense you know saquon barkley and sterling Shepard and evan ingram being back and odell beckham like they should accidentally have four wins this year and they don't they have one because they have no defense and they have eli and they have a terrible line and they have no coaching it's just like it's baffling to me how bad the giants actually are um, and the Redskins, on the other hand, had a dud against the Saints a couple weeks. But other than that, man, their defense has been much, much better than I think people realize. Adrian Peterson has turned back the clock about six years. And Al, <laughs> Al Smith isn't really putting up numbers, but he's also, outside of that Saints game, he's he's just kind of who he is. He's not losing games. And that's really important, you know. So I'm going to take the Redskins on the road here. Yep. Yeah, Daniel will take the Redskins as well. Let's move on here to Pittsburgh, another uh, big uh, divisional game, and all of a sudden, this game this game means a lot, dude. Pittsburgh drops yep. this game to the Browns, which I don't think is going to happen, but it certainly could. Uh, if Pittsburgh drops this game somehow, they're in trouble, and the Browns are looking actually pretty good here. Um, the Steelers are coming off of a bye. The Browns are coming off a tough overtime loss to the Bucks, which I think they should have won a couple different times. Um, you're going to go Steelers, I assume? I'm going to go with the Steelers in overtime. Oh, man, love it. <laughs> what do we do? The Browns need one or two more overtimes to break the record. Well, to break the record, to break the record, they need two. I think it's six, two. and they have four. One to tie it. Oh my god, god, that poor team. So, so yeah, I'm gonna go Steelers here. Uh, Browns, yeah, Browns look okay. They, they look okay. Uh, the defense is pretty good, but uh, they, that, yeah, I don't think they can keep up the Steelers. Uh, yeah, Baker looks, he looks okay too. 
I think the game is still just moving a little too fast for him. Um, and it, it, he's also trying to do too much. Um, so as, you know, especially next season, once he gets some more pieces in there and he gets more comfortable at the offense, I think Baker Mayfield will be a much, much better quarterback. Um, but uh, yeah, he's just not there for me yet. So, so Steelers, Steelers in a close win on this one. Fair enough. I'll take the Steelers as well. I just think they have too much on offense and I don't think they're going to sleep on the Browns like they did the opening, opening week. So coming off of a bye, they've had two weeks to restudy the Browns and, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's a tough place to play. So I think the terrible towels will take this one down. And uh, Daniel also will take the Steelers here. <clears throat> Next up, another team that coming off of a bye. Yeah. Uh, I think this is actually their like seventh bye in a row uh, for the Raiders here. Um, they are hosting the Colts <laughs> coming off of a big win. Uh, the Colts only allowed five points to the Bills last week. So shout out to the Colts defense. But the Colts go on the road into the black hole to face the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are tanking, so uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. Same. I don't, I don't know if the Raiders I, – I, do you think the Raiders will even have enough players to put on the field by uh, by Sunday? <laughs> they might just send them all away for first-round, second-round picks. Man, Amari uh, Cooper. I, I like the trade. I like the trade. I like cow, the Cowboys being aggressive. Uh, we don't need to talk too much about this because I'm sure you guys have already covered it, but – I think they way overspent. What are they thinking? A first round pick for Amari Cooper? I think second round would be solid. First round, I think that's way too high for for Amari Cooper. Way too high. Dude, one thing one thing to notice here. Hold on. Let me actually pull up my notes to make sure I have this uh correct. The Raiders have three number ones. Uh, yep. and two number ones in the next in the yep. next two years. So John, yep. John Gruden pretty much owns the draft, and I think that's the point. And I made a prediction on our Instagram, and I'm sticking with it. I think that Derek Carr uh, leaves um, before the trade deadline next week. Um, and really? yeah, I do. I really do. I said I think he's in it. Who's their backup quarterback? <laughs> I uh, actually I don't know. Um, can you look that up while I'm while I'm doing this? Sure, I'm a, sure, sure. So I thought he was going to go to the Giants personally. Um, but we'll see what we'll see what happens. Maybe news will drop before uh, this episode, um, you know, airs or takes up. But I'd be a little, I'd be a little surprised to to see that. But I wouldn't be surprised like at the end of the year if they went a different way. But I guess why why wait until then, huh? So Josh, Josh jo- Johnson, oh, EJ Manuel, that's right. Oh, EJ Manuel, um, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. AJ McCarron. Yeah, that's right. He, but he's you know he's hurt. <clears throat> Connor and Connor Cook. Yeah, Connor Cook. Okay, so EJ e. Manuel and um, McCarron came over from Buffalo. So if they couldn't cut it with the Bills, I'm not sure the Raiders are stoked. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I just this is an absolute dumpster fire in Oakland. Um, Maybe Doug Martin will play some quarterback. Give a little bit. I just you, you know what, honestly, man. Wildcat. Uh, now that Marshawn's out. I, I just feel really bad for Jordy Nelson. I really do. I mean, he's a good dude. He's been a great player for so many years. And he went yeah. from, like, the Packers to the Raiders, and then this shit happens to him. I just feel really bad for the guy, to be perfectly honest. Yep. Anyway, we're talking way too much about the Raiders. Uh, the Colts are looking fresh. Everybody's getting healthy. It looks like Jack Doyle's going to be possibly coming back um, yep. pretty soon here. So uh, um, luck is – 
throwing multiple touchdowns every single game. Marlon Mack is back. Their defense played really well. I mean, you know, against a horrendous Bills offense, but the Raiders aren't much better. So I think the uh, Colts win this one going away. And Daniel took the Colts as well. Moving on, uh, talking about dumpster fires, uh, the uh, duo of the 49ers and the Cardinals, both coming off of uh, big losses, and the Cardinals are at home against the 49ers. Uh, all of us are taking the 49ers because this might be our last homer pick of the season. So go <laughs> Niners. <laughs> go Niners. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this is, this is, these next uh, two games are going to be my favorite of the entire week. We got the Rams <clears throat> coming off of a blowout win against the Niners, which we're not going to count as a good victory, versus the Packers coming off of a bye. Um, I, man, I'm going to pick the Rams here because I think if we're just straight up doing like, who's going to win the game, I'm going to pick the Rams. I I would not be surprised at all. If Rogers can pull this off with a whole extra week for uh, his receivers to get healthy, them to study up. It sounds like Cooper cup is coming back, but he's, you know, still kind of lingering on an injury. I, I'm going to pick the Rams. I could definitely see the Packers winning this game on the road. Man, I would be. I'm, I'm picking the Rams as well, uh, but I would. I would be pretty surprised if the Packers could pull this one out. Uh, but yeah, this is an exciting game because this is when we find out if the Packers, if the Packers are going to make the playoffs or not. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they might. I mean, if they lose, they might still be able to sneak into the wild card. But we know they're not going to go very far. But if they if they do win this game, then then we start to you know we can start to visualize them making it through the first couple of rounds possibly um yeah so rams easy pick here for me especially at home uh it could be it could be it could be close you never know with aaron Rodgers, and, and like you said he's getting his weapons back uh uh do we have a, a an update on allison yet? yeah it looks Is like he it, practicing yeah they're both pra- yeah uh both um nice. so geronimo allison and randall cobb so they're both practicing this week they're both on target to play of course you know both of those guys have kind of been last minute scratches um so of mm-hmm. course if you have allison and or randall cobb um i would you know target uh Marcus Scantling and uh, Equinemius St. Brown, just in case. But uh, yeah, everyone looks healthy, man. And you know they're running three running backs, which is frustrating as hell for fantasy owners. But on an NFL standpoint, like I said last week or two weeks rather, uh, before they went on the bye, that's smart coaching, and it keeps everybody healthy and it keeps everybody fresh. And against the Rams, dude, you're gonna need whatever the hell you can pull out. So um, again, we're all gonna go Rams here. Uh, Daniel's gonna go with the Rams too. But again, I, I would not be surprised if uh, if the Packers can pull this one out. Moving on, we've got New Orleans Saints heading into Minnesota. <clears throat> this is a uh, huge rematch, of course, of last year's uh, divisional matchup, um, oh, yeah. where uh, you know the Minneapolis miracle, you know the Diggs catch with no time left. Uh, before that, Breeze leads the Saints all the way down with no with very little time left and gets a touchdown. This game was very emotional. One of the best NFL games I've ever seen. I think uh, – well, I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah, the Vikings looked great last week, uh, but I just don't – I don't trust them. Um, I don't think Cousins, Cousins is a consistent enough quarterback. I think he can be a number one quarterback one game and then a number 12 quarterback the next game. So, um, yeah, and Drew Brees. Drew Brees is on fire right now, and he's coming off that tough win at the Ravens. 
So uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty much picking the Saints here because Drew Brees is on fire. Oh, um, defense is looking better, and Ingram and Kamara is a nasty one-two punch. Yeah, fair enough. And this one's on Sunday Night Football, so the whole, you know, the whole nation's going to be watching this one, man. I think this is going to be an incredible game. I'm going to take the Saints as well. Same reasons. I think Drew Brees is just on another planet right now. I do think his numbers, fantasy-wise, are going to come down because they have Ingram, they have Kamara. He doesn't have to force it downfield. However, yeah. <clears throat> however, to keep up with the Vikings, I think he may have to. Also, this Vikings offense – or I'm, I'm sorry, the Vikings defense is not what it has been in the last couple of years. So I think the yeah. Saints could get away with a couple bombs. Um, Xavier Rhodes is questionable for this game. If Xavier Rhodes sits this game, Michael Thomas is going to be a machine – and I think the Saints win this one going away, honestly. Um, so we'll see what happens here. So we're going to take the Saints, and Daniel's taking the Saints as well. Moving on, final game of the week, Monday Night Football. Uh, uh, the Bills the Bills um, host the New England Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots by, let's see. I'm going to take the Patriots 42 to 10. I do you think? I, oh, actually, Belichick does like to just keep oh, throwing yeah, absolutely. Those I mean, dude, down your throat. Dude, Brady he never, he never lets Brady, off. Brady averages like five touchdowns versus the Bills. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does. Buffalo might grudges. Buffalo might be a little harder. We'll see what the what the weather's like, and it mm, is in Buffalo. The Bills yeah. play better in Buffalo, but they have no offense at all. I don't think their defense is going to be able to hang, and I think the Patriots beat them by five touchdowns. Yep, I pick Patriots as well. Fair enough. Daniel picks the Patriots. Likewise, and <clears throat> last week we had a quick note. Uh, I asked the guys who would have more points, Julio Jones or Odell Beckham, in that Monday night game. Odell Beckham had more points. Daniel picked him, and Curly and I picked uh, Julio Jones. This week we have a new question. I think we're going to start doing this moving forward per game. So my question this week is, who has more fantasy points in week eight, Michael Thomas or Adam Thielen? Both are playing on Sunday Night Football. Um Curly, well, you can just give your answer really quick here, and I'll read off Daniels. I'm going to go zero for Michael Thomas and one for Adam <laughs> Thielen just because I'm playing Todd, the second highest point scored. Uh, I have a really tough matchup in our league of record versus Todd this week. He has Michael Thomas. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got Sanders. He's got everybody. Um, but, so, so I hope they get zero. But, but for reals, I'm going to pick Thielen. Um, just because he is the man right now. Um, and he's got a little bit of a softer matchup, although the Saints defense is, uh, is coming together. Uh, and, and Michael Thomas, he's, he's in a little bit of a slump right now. Um, uh, well, maybe not in a slump, but, you know, they just haven't really needed him, and they've been running it a lot more. So, so I'm going to go, God, Thielen. Yeah, he's on fire right now. I got to go Thielen. Cool. Fair enough. Uh, Daniel um, is going to go – with Thielen as well, and my answer was Michael Thomas, actually, uh, but that's only if Xavier Rhodes sits. If Xavier Rhodes sits, I think Michael Thomas is going to have more points. Otherwise, I'll take Thielen because Diggs will draw um, Marshawn Lattimore. Therefore, Thielen will do his thing and potentially set the NFL record for eight straight 100-yard receiving yeah, games. Yeah, that's right. So we'll see what happens God. there. Yeah, he's a, he's a machine. White boy can play. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, before we turn the page. I want to go over our quick things. Uh, first of all, on by this week, the Falcons, Chargers, Cowboys, and Titans. And uh, last week, Curly and I tied for 10 and 4 on the week last week. We had some really good picks. Daniel had a slump nice. a little bit. 7 for seven and 7 last week for Daniel. 10 and 4 Ooh. for Curly and I. 
Um, on the season, I jumped a couple games. So Curly's still in first place, 65-41-2. I jumped into second place, 63-43-2. And, and Daniel fell to third, just a game back, 62-44-2. So those are our Week 8 NFL picks. Let's turn the page to the all in fold League of Record. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do. We couldn't throw. We throw in interceptions. It just, man. It just got our totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. This team is going to the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Would you like to go first here with your team? Why don't you quickly um, recap? We don't have to go through the roster and stuff like that, but why don't you just recap your week last week and then jump over to this week? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So last week – oh, shoot, I accidentally clicked on this week. Uh, last week I, I came with the, came away with the W, a much-needed W. I'm finally 4-3. and three. I have the most points scored in this league, <laughs> um, and I'm barely coming through at 4-3. and three. I'm in third place, so I can't complain, but I'm you know, stressing a little bit because I have some tough matchups, and I have James Conner. Uh, if I don't make the playoffs, I'm uh, – I don't know, I'm going to have to pull a Costanza or something and start screaming. Uh, okay, so, so yeah, last week I won 177 to 112 uh, against um, Rob Garcia. And so let's see, this week I am going with Mahomes, of course. Uh, Mahomes, Todd Gurley, uh, James Conner. It looks like I might get a couple more weeks out of him uh, at least. Uh, Devonte Adams and John Brown in there at wide receiver to uh, two solid wide receivers. I'm really glad I picked up John Brown uh, uh, off the waivers over those first couple of weeks of the season. Uh, he's a, he's a stud. He's knock on wood. Hopefully he stays healthy, but he's, he's a great wide receiver. Uh, OJ Howard at tight end instead of Jordan Reed uh, and the flex. So the flex is really tough for me, and I'm, I'm going to probably stare at this for, uh, I don't know, about 40 hours over the next couple of days until Sunday comes. Um, but, yeah, for the flex, I have Kenyon, Kenyon Drake and Sammy Watkins, but I also have Marvin Jones, um, and I have a really tough matchup this week. So Marvin Jones could be a better play because he is a huge boomer bust guy, but he's just not doing anything, so... I'm kind of inclined to just keep Marvin Jones on the bench until he starts showing up. Um, who else? So I guess I guess the, for for this team, I think uh, our listener league team, I have a lot more flex options. But for this team, it's pretty much to, up between Kenyon Drake, Sammy Watkins, and Marvin Jones. Uh, hmm. Then I have the Steelers defense going up against Cleveland and Jake Elliott at kicker. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think about the flex there, Sky? Would you slip hmm. in Marvin Jones? It's you know, tough, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is, it is tough here. I'm not really but, sure. And you have to 
you have to think about the matchup too. And Todd, you know, Todd's going to put up 200 points probably. Yeah. I mean, honestly, usually I would, I might go Marvin Jones if this was a different week to just make sure you, you, uh, I don't know. You have maybe like a baseline of floor, but to be honest with you, dude, I think you, you need to go for home runs here. Oh yeah. Um, so I mean, Sammy Watkins is either going, let's see what's Sammy's tagline the last couple of weeks. Um, he had he's up and down. He... Yeah, he's up and down. You know, I don't know. I mean, against against Denver, it's like everybody else is going to be covered by those cornerbacks, so he might he might be able to slip away. But there's so it's many good, weapons. It's like it's a good matchup for Sammy Watkins on the outside against this Denver D. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's a tougher it's a tougher matchup um, for Melvin uh, against this defense. So yeah, I, I stick with. I him. think with. Yeah, I think I think Watkins is the better matchup, but yeah, 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 these two guys are pretty risky. So I'll, I'll stare at it for about forty more hours and I'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, why don't you uh, why don't you blaze so, through uh, Todd's team really quick? Sure. So yeah, well, I'm projected at one sixty four. Uh, this is like the highest projection I'm at all season, so it's coming at perfect timing. I'm projected at 164, and Todd is projected for 153. So this is going to be a huge game. Uh, Todd's got Kirk Cousins, Mark Ingram, and Nick Chubb. Um, Adam Thielen, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Vance McDonald, he's all right. Uh, but uh, Michael Thomas in at the flex, and Tyler Boyd in at the flex. This is just like four top 15 wide receivers. Man, so it's going to be a tough matchup, uh, and he's got Rams defense, but he's he's going. They're going up against Green Bay this week, so it's a, a little better of a matchup for my end. And Randy Bullock at kicker, nice. He's got Sony Michelle injured, and he's also got Dalvin Cook injured. God, this guy is just stacked. <laughs> he's 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 looking pretty for the playoffs. He's at six and one, um, but I've scored more points than him, so I, I think uh, oh, yeah, you got to hold that up. Right. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'm going to take my team really quick, and then we'll go over Daniels uh, before we get into the listener league. Last week, I played Nate, and um, I snuck away with a W late there, 135 to 131. It was a close one down to the wire, and this week, I get Rob as well. Uh, let's go into the uh, projections here. Um, I have Aaron Rodgers, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Antonio Brown, Geronimo Allison, Eric Ebron, and Trey Burton. I'm going to go double tight ends here as my flex. Uh, on Johnson is also going to be my second flex. I've got the Redskins defense versus the Giants and Stephen Goskowski or Greg Zerline. Um, but I think I'm going to go eh, – I was thinking about going mm-hmm. Goskowski just because they're going to score so many points. But the problem is with the Patriots, I actually put Zerline in over him last week because they score so many touchdowns, I only get one point. I think that the Packers will be able to maybe slow up the Rams a little bit more than the Bills are going to be able to slow up the Patriots, but we'll see what happens. Um, on my bench, so just yeah, uh, ju- just a just a quick question for those listeners out there because you don't usually don't see it, and I noticed this last week, and I I sent a trade offer your way nope. just as a little inside joke. It was a little bit of an inside joke, saying, "Hey, Sky, you've got two kickers on your team. What's going on there?" And I've seen you do this in in the past, so I was just. I was just wondering if you wanted to talk about that briefly to the listeners out there, just because it's not, it's not a usual strategy we see. Yeah. So here's, here's what's up. I, I uh, drafted Steven Goskowski for the season. Um, Greg Zerline got hurt and uh, I'm not actually sure. Let me look into it really quick, really quick, just so I can be. Okay. Let's when see. Let's him. see the freckle faced hustlers. That's our buddy Leland drafted him. 
um, and he was dropped when he got hurt. So he was on the uh, injured reserve for quite a few weeks, and he came back, and I noticed that he was on waivers, so I scooped him up. I had an extra spot on my team. Uh, this team is undefeated, so I can certainly, you know, burn a roster spot. My roster is pretty stacked, in my opinion. So um, I can have two kickers, which I know is kind of silly if you think about it. But we play in a league where the kickers are a little bit bonused. <clears throat> also, I have two kickers, two of the best kickers outside of Tucker in the league. And basically, this is kind of a defensive strategy. Um, nobody else plays with Zerline. So I just thought, you know, the, the Patriots have a... a Patriots have a buy coming up, so I won't have to uh, go stream a random kicker. I can take Zerline, which I'm stoked on. And I think, you know, it's just I have both of them. And if I need them cool or, you know, if I don't, I can drop them. But this is basically just a defensive strategy. that I like to have the best players on my team. And uh, I just think that he's one of the best players in the league. So I put in Zerline last week over Goskowski, and he scored 16 points. Goskowski scored 11. So made the right choice there. But. <clears throat> Yeah, generally you don't want to hold two kickers, but the rest of my team is stacked and I can just go back and forth here. So I feel pretty good about it while I need to. Um, My bench, uh, Marquise Goodwin, uh, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Baker Mayfield, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, uh, Julio Jones on by, and then uh, Zerline as well. I'm taking on Rob Garcia, who's in a bit of a slump here. Cam Newton, Alex Collins, TJ Yeldon, Julian Edelman, Golden Tate, Greg Olson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Sterling Shepard, the Jags defense and Justin Tucker, his bench. Uh, he's been kind of riddled with injuries. Uh, he's got Leonard Fournette who is out. He's got Isaiah Crowell who's been slumping and hurt. He's got Theo Riddick who missed last week. He's got bad Andy. He's got Austin Hooper who's on a buy. Muhammad Sanu who's on a buy, and Wendell Smallwood who's a little dinged up as well. So this, um, this could be a, uh, this could be a rough, a rough week. Hopefully I can get another buy here and, and continue to, uh, to get moving. Um, get over half of the season in the fantasy world undefeated. So we shall see what happens. Um, let's move on to Daniel's team really quick, and then uh, I'll have you take it away for the listener league. Daniel um, lost to Todd last week, which uh, um, the rest of the league has as well. Um, <laughs> so Daniel this week is looking at uh, – Let's see, Russell. He's looking at a lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot he's, of injuries. He, but he got hit by the injury. Yep. Bug. So he's he's looking yeah. at uh, Russell Wilson, Tariq Cohen, James White, um, TJ or TJ Ty Hilton, uh, and assuming all of these players play, they all have question tags. But assuming all of them play, Larry Fitzgerald, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Thompson, and Robbie Anderson as his flex, and then the Colts. Uh, defense versus the Raiders and uh, Harrison Butker. Melvin Gordon's on a buy for him. He's got a Jamison Crowder, Jack Doyle, uh, Flacco, Antonio Callaway, Raheem Mustard, and D, uh, Danny Edelman. Uh, Danny Amendola, excuse me, uh, on his bench, and he is playing the uh, Pittsburgh Feelers. <laughs> our our good buddy, our good buddy Brad. Um, who has been oh, who has been waiting out the Le'Veon Bell saga? So we'll see what happens with that. But um, he's got Jared Goff, uh, Legarrette Blunt. Um, he hasn't made the switch yet, but I assume he's going to go with Mike Davis uh, as his other running back. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks, Ricky Seals Jones, Robert Woods, Kenny Galladay, and he's going to have to find a, a defense as well. Brad's kind of a, a last minute guy on the rosters, so he'll have to find another defense. The Cowboys are on a bye, and he's got Matt Prater as well. Like I mentioned, he has. Le'Veon Bell, um, that he's waiting out. He's also got uh, Tom Brady, uh, Alfred Morris, Randall Cobb, Keelan Cole, Benjamin Watson, and Mike Davis. Why don't we flip sides here and uh, quickly go over our – 
listener, listener league. yeah listener league and then uh and then we'll skate out of here sure uh so i lost last week uh only only 171 to 94 though Oof. um but this team is still five and two so uh so yeah they're looking they're looking okay for the playoffs they're I don't, I don't know. They're, they're not the. It's not the best team, but um, so yeah. This week, uh, the real reason why Daniel isn't here is because, uh, <laughs> well, he's he's got to go up against this this awesome team. This these para prickly pears <laughs> playing. Um, so yeah, this will be an awesome matchup this week. Daniel and I go to go head to head. I have uh, Andrew Luck, David Johnson, and Jordan Howard. Unfortunately, uh, Sony Michelle is injured, so I have to put Jordan Howard back in there. I don't know how this team is five and two. Um, uh, Jordan Howard, Stefan Diggs, and Josh Gordon. Trey Burton, I'm slipping in there for OJ Howard this week. It looks like Trey Burton's finally showing up. Uh, Demarius Thomas and Geronimo Allison right now at the flex. Uh, Bears defense against the Jets, one of my best matchups here, and Jake Elliott. So, yeah, at the flex, I have Demarius Thomas and Geronimo Allison, but I also have Sammy Watkins. Um, Chris Godwin. I could also put in OJ Howard. Um, and then I also picked up Chris Hogan and Rashad Penny this week. Just, just again, looking for, uh, looking towards, uh, uh, the future, uh, and playoffs, hopefully Chris Hogan and Rashad Penny, you know, you never know what'll happen in a few weeks, but, but yeah, I don't know. I got, I have Sammy Watkins and, uh, and Chris Godwin and OJ Howard that I could slip in at that flex, but I, I, I like these matchups that I have right now with Demarius Thomas and Geronimo Allison. Any thoughts, any thoughts there, Sky? Um, I like Geronimo Allison. I just read off that I have him in our league of record. I mean, if he's healthy, I'm playing him even against the Rams. I'm playing him. Um, Demarius Thomas, not super stoked on him. He's been, you know, basically saved by a touchdown. I think you have way more upside with, uh, you know, say even OJ Howard or, um, I don't think Chris Hogan, even against the bills. I just think he's like the seventh option on that offense right now. Um, although if Rob Gronkowski sits again and there's no, uh, Sony Michelle, then you could look at, uh, Chris Hogan who had a nice game last week. So, um, you also have Sammy Watkins here. We just talked about him, uh, in the other, in the other league. So, you know, I, um, I personally would probably go, I might go Sammy Watkins still, um, over, over, over Demarius, but Demarius is the, you know, technically the number one, but, uh, I'd, I'd be careful there. So I, I'd maybe, you know, just wait till Sunday, see if Geronimo's healthy. And if he's not, then make a move. Otherwise I think you're, you're potentially good here. But I do. Yeah. I do like Demarius Thomas against that Kansas city offense. Cause you know, the Denver is going to be, th- yeah, Denver is going to be throwing it a lot. Um, yeah, but just because to catch I up. think what people have to realize, though, and I, you're right, but the problem is, like, just because they have to throw it doesn't mean they're going to do it well. Right. And and right. Case Keenum is not Case Perfect. Keenum of last year, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. So. Yeah, there'll be a, t- there'll be a tough decision. I'll, I'll, again, I'll stare at it for about 40 hours and uh, <laughs> I'll make it. Make a decision. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going up against the, the People's Republic, a.k.a. the Daniel Stancados this week. Uh, and it's not looking good. Uh, he's projected at 141. I'm projected at 127. Um, so it might get a little ugly for me. Uh, he's got – oh, he's going with Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, Chris Thompson, uh, Antonio Brown and Devontae Adams, George Kittle, Golden Tate, 
John Brown. <laughs> so we've got we've got we've got some of the same players on different in different leagues here too. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'll be rooting for John Brown and Devonte Adams in our listener league, but then I'm playing against them in this league. So so it'll be it'll be a, a bit of a uh, I don't back and forth weekend for me. Um, so yeah, Golden Tate and John Brown in the flex Steelers defense and Dan Bailey at the kicker. Uh, injuries he's looking at Chris Thompson, Golden Tate, Jimmy Graham, and Wendell Smallwood, and he doesn't looks like he doesn't have any any bye players this week. Nope, nope, he's looking good. Yeah, well, I wish you. Uh, well, you guys are both playing for second place here. The winner of this, so yeah, he's, will be in second right. place, um, and potentially tied in first place if uh, Drew Missick will lose, but doesn't look like that'll happen anytime soon. So um, you guys are basically playing for uh, for second place here, and hopefully, I can get a W. And um, after a squeaker against Matt Collier last week, um, I moved up to four and three. And uh, basically, if I can get a win and one, and, and you know, depending on who of you guys lose, uh, we'll be tied in third place here. So, um, you know, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. You're both my BFFs, so I'm not going to root for either one of you. Um, if you could both lose with a tie or something, that would be cool. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So a tie, a tie would be good. I, I'd be down for a tie because I don't think I'm going to win this one. Yeah, the problem is though the ties don't even in fantasy football the ties are almost worse because they're not a loss but they're not a win. So it's kind of weird. It puts you in this like purgatory. It's like a pass. Yeah, it is. It's kind of weird. So um, okay, so uh, you guys are battling for second place there. Good luck to you. Good luck to Daniel. And um, I am uh, playing AJ Statzer this week. Um, his team is two and five, but when I read off his roster, I think you'll be surprised. Like he's got a solid roster. I'm not really sure what's going on. Hopefully they can stay in a funk this week though. Um, I've got Drew Brees, carry on Johnson. I just traded today uh, for Nick Chubb, um, Vance McDonald and Mike Evans. Um, and I'll go over that uh, trade in our um, next episode here when we talk trade talks, but uh that was, you know, that was an interesting one to pull off. But I got Drew Brees, Karrion Johnson, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, Mike uh, Thomas, Vance McDonald, Traquan Smith, Mike Evans, and the Redskins defense once again, and Matt Prater. I've got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones on by. And uh, any, you know, I don't really have to go over the rest of my roster. I guess anybody else I was considering putting in at the flex position would be Ronald Jones. If he's the starter, I think um, I would put him in over uh, Traquan Smith against Minnesota. So I think I would put in uh, Ronald Jones if he's the starter. I just think he is more talented than he's been showing so far. So we'll see what happens there. And AJ is firing off Deshaun Watson, Jalen Richard, Kenyon Barner filling in for Sonny Michelle, Adam Thielen, Robert Woods, Rob Gronkowski, assuming he plays, uh, WFV, who's my boy Will Fuller, five, Alshon, Jeffrey, Panthers defense, and Adam Vinatieri, assuming he plays as well. He's got a groin issue. He's got Zeke Elliott on a bye. He's got Mohamed Sanu on a bye, Mariota, and the Titans defense on a bye as well. Um, I think the only other player he might consider putting in on his roster would be Jordy Nelson, but uh, I don't see him doing that unless he absolutely has to. So um, that is our week eight uh, fantasy outlook um man i can't believe you guys are both in second place in that league dude that's gonna be intense that's gonna be a fierce battle 
you can't believe that. I could, I've got <laughs> David Johnson and Jordan Howard. It was my first and second round picks, and I'm five and two. I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, well, Andrew Luck. Maybe. On on tomorrow's episode, I'm going to try to talk you into trading me David Johnson. So, without any further ado, let's. You mean Jordan Howard? <laughs> yeah, right. Both of them. So, so let's let's get into that. <laughs> That'll do it for the week. Remember to email us your start sit, keep trade cut questions at tckpod at gmail.com and DM us on Instagram at the candlestick kids with the hashtag tckpod. Make sure to follow our IG stories throughout the weekend for game day updates. Thank you so much for listening. Good luck in week eight. And for Daniel Stancato and Ryan Curly Para, I'm Sky Guasco, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.